Hey everyone, and welcome back once again to Dad's Bedtime Stories for Kids. My name's Martin. I am your host, creator, and the only person who actually works on this podcast. Tonight, we're going to do another user suggestion. This one comes to us from someone named Oliver P., um, who is nine years old from Alabama. Same name as my son, but not the same person. And Oliver wrote in, and he would like a gaming planet that is where games, or video games, were invented. Now, I'm pretty sure video games weren't actually invented on another planet, but uh, just, you know, just hear me out. We'll make it work. If you like the episode, don't forget to rate it and review it on whatever podcast app you're listening on. It really goes a long way to others finding the podcast and is one of the best things you can do to support the podcast. A big thank you to everyone who's done that already. It makes a huge difference. But now, get as comfy as you can in your beds, close your eyes, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine yourself waking up once again on spaceship. You get up, you stretch your neck from side to side, and you decide to go see what's happening on the spaceship. You open the door from the bedroom to the rest of the ship, and you have a little look around. How are you this morning, spaceship? I am good. How are you? I'm great, I'm great. So, what's on the docket for this morning? Where do you want to go? You ask. I have located a planet that seems to be obsessed with video games. Really? A, a planet that's obsessed with video games? That sounds kind of neat. Uh, tell me more about it. Well, on this planet, the main thing people do to communicate with each other and to spend time together is play various video games. There seems to be a mix of traditional games, virtual reality games, and even augmented reality games on this planet. Well, that sounds pretty fun. Let's go check that out. Understood. The course is already set. Hey, it's like you read my mind, you say to Spaceship. You head over to the kitchen area and order your favorite breakfast. Like always, it appears through a little slot in the table. After a short period of time, you arrive at the gaming planet. You drop out a super hyperdrive and it's just sitting there right in front of you. It looks really technological. There's a lot of metal all over the place. The whole thing's filled with bright, bright lights, even on the opposite side from the sun. Alert! Enemy spacecraft incoming! Alert! Enemy spacecraft incoming! Spaceship says. What do you mean, enemy spacecraft? You run to the control console. You sit down on the seat very quickly. You take a seat belt that sits beside the seat and you buckle it up as fast as you can, knowing that this might be a bit of a rough ride. Put the enemies on screen, you say. On the screen in front of you appears a picture with a whole bunch of enemy spacecraft. They're flying all over the place and they seem to be in some sort of battle. You grab a hold of the controls as quickly as you can and try to steer the spaceship around the big battle. You watch as one of the enemy spacecrafts destroys another spacecraft. The thing seems to explode, but then, strangely, instead of a whole bunch of chunks of metal and electronics floating around space, all of the debris from the enemy spacecraft just seems to disappear. What's going on? You ask Spaceship. The spacecraft that was destroyed seems to be an illusion or a hologram of some sort, Spaceship explains. They're fighting holographic ships? That seems a little strange to me. Alert, alert, enemy craft incoming. Oh no, you see one of the spaceships flying straight for you shooting red laser beams directly at your ship. You grab a hold of the steering wheel and press forward on the throttle as quickly as you can. You pull back on the steering wheel, shooting yourself straight up into the air, doing a perfect backflip 
you find yourself directly behind the other spacecraft through this very exciting move that you've pulled off. Lasers, you say to spaceship. Activating lasers now, spaceship responds. Two huge laser beams pop up out of the top of the ship. On the screen in front of you, a little X appears, indicating where you're aiming the lasers at the moment. You fly the ship as carefully as you can. You lock on to the ship in front of you, and you press down on a red button that's on your steering wheel. Suddenly, a blast of lasers shoots at the ship in front of you. You watch as the lasers make contact and the ship starts to spin out of control. Incoming message. Incoming message. Uh, put it on screen, you say to spaceship. Suddenly, a picture appears. It's clearly the pilot of the other spacecraft. Hey, what are you doing? You're not supposed to shoot real lasers in this battle. The man in the other craft says, Uh, what do you mean, you say? I thought you were attacking me. I didn't know what else to do. Attacking you? This isn't a real attack. We're just playing an augmented reality video game. Actually, I thought you were a part of it until you hit me with the real lasers. Uh, whoops, you say. Do you need help? Uh, yeah, could you, uh, come rescue me? I'm kind of spinning out of control here, the other man says. Uh, yeah, I'll be right there, you tell him. You fly over to the other spacecraft. Tractor beam, activate, you say to spaceship. Activating tractor beam. Spaceship shines a bright yellow light down on the other ship and slowly brings it closer and closer to your own. Uh, where can I take you? You ask the man. Uh, here, I'll send you some coordinates. This leads to my home base, the man says. You fly towards the coordinates that appear on a little map in front of you. Soon you find yourself hovering over a large apartment building. This is where you live? You ask the man. Yeah, just put me down on the helicopter pad there, the man says. You see that there's a large helicopter pad near the top of the building. You slowly lower the other ship down on the pad and then disengage the tractor beam. You fly around to the other side of them and slowly lower the ship down yourself. The back hatch opens and you walk outside on top of the apartment building to meet the other man. Thanks for the ride, man, the other guy says as he walks towards you. Well, what's your name, anyways, you ask him. Me? My name's Gary. I'm a video game designer here on the video game planet. We were just testing out one of our newest games, but uh, I guess I'll have to fix things up before we can finish, the man says. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Maybe Spaceship can help. Spaceship, can you do any repair here? You ask. Yes, Spaceship says. Sending repair droids now. Out of the back of Spaceship fly a whole bunch of little tiny robots. They begin to hover around the broken down Spaceship. Then they zoom in towards it. And you see a whole bunch of sparks and fire flying all over the place as they repair the ship as quickly as they can. Cool, thanks, the other man says. No problem, you respond. So tell me more about this video game planet. I've never seen something like this. I'm from Earth, you explain. Earth? That's so cool. That's one of the first places we sent our video games when we first started making them and exporting them to different parts of the galaxy, the man says. Uh, what do you mean, sent the video game to Earth? You ask. I thought we created video games on Earth. Oh yeah, that's just an illusion we try to pull off. What we do is plant one of our members on the different planets, then we have them pretend to create video games in the first place. But really, it's just a way we extract resources from different planets. It's pretty awesome. The man explains. So you're telling me that all video games created on Earth come from you guys? 
Yeah, we test them out here and then we send some of the other planets our older junk when we're tired of it. It's a good way to pay for new ventures. You know how it goes, the man explains. Uh, yeah, okay. So the video games on Earth are your old technology, you ask? Yeah, we have way newer technology now. Let me show you around, the guy says. You follow the man inside the building. There's a huge set of doors that open into a giant room. An apartment. A very luxurious apartment that seems to take up the entire top floor. Wow, is this yours? You ask. Yeah, this is one of my places. I like to stay close to work, so, you know, it might be a bit small, but it lets me stick around here and get some stuff done. A bit small, you say, shocked by the comment. This man's apartment takes up what could probably be split into almost 50 different units, and it's on the very top floor of the largest building in the city as far as you can see. You follow him inside, and he takes you to an elevator. He presses the button on the elevator, and soon the doors open up. You both climb inside, and he presses the button for the 30th floor. The elevator closes and goes down and down and down until you hear a dinging noise. The doors slide open and you find yourself on a floor full of people sitting in little chairs with strange helmets on their head. What's this? You ask. This? This is the pinnacle of video game technology, the man says. This is our fully immersive virtual reality experience. Unlike some of the virtual reality you're probably used to, what happens here is you put the helmet on your head and it actually interfaces directly with your brain. Your brain thinks that the body of whatever video game character you're playing as is actually your body. Anything you do, jump, move, that sort of thing, the character does as well. And the whole time, you're just sitting here in a chair. Uh, that's pretty cool. How often do they get out of the chairs? Oh, uh, well, people used to do that sort of thing, but these days they're kind of stuck in it. We even hook up feeding tubes so they don't have to leave if they don't want to, the man explains. Really? That's sad. Okay, well, can I try it out? You ask. Sure, come on over here, the man says. He leads you over to a little chair with a helmet on top of it. You sit down on the chair. It's very, very comfortable. And the man slowly lowers the helmet over your head. You feel a strange sensation pass through your body and you close your eyes. When you open them, you find yourself in a completely different place. And in fact, you find yourself in a completely different body as well. You look down at your arms and your hands. You're in the body of some sort of warrior. Your arm muscles are gigantic. And so are your leg muscles. You pat around your legs, then your shoulders and your back. And sure enough, you find something on your back. You grab the handle and pull it out. A gigantic metal sword. Cool, you say. You test out moving the sword around from side to side, slicing it through the air pretending like you're blocking incoming attacks. All of it feels like you're doing it with your own body. You attempt to jump up in the air for some sort of super strike, and you find that you fly up in the air way higher than you expected. When you land on the ground, you're amazed at your speed and your power. You can run faster than you normally can. You're much stronger than you normally were and you can jump 30 or 40 feet in the air with a single leap. 
Then you hear a voice. How do you like it? The voice says. This is amazing, you say. It's like I really am the character. Yeah, just wait. I'll throw in some test bots, the man says. Some test bots? Uh, okay. Suddenly, little robots begin appearing in front of you. Each one is holding a sword as well. The robots advance towards you, and one of them attacks. You block their attack with your sword and strike back, slicing the robot in half. Cool, you say. The rest of the robots begin to attack, and you take place in an epic battle. As the robots jump towards you, you kick some of them out of the way, punch others, jump up in the air doing, you know, front flips and things like that, landing down on the ground and smashing other robots with ease. It feels very powerful to be in this body. But then you hear large footsteps, larger footsteps than any of these robots have been making. A shadow covers your body. You turn around slowly, and all you can see are two giant robot legs. You slowly look up, higher and higher and higher, only to realize that the shadow is being made by some sort of gigantic robot creature. And this creature seems to have a giant laser beam that uh, shoots out of its chest. The laser beam powers up a bright red color, and you decide it might be time to get out of the way. You jump up in the air as high as you can just as the laser shoots down at the ground. You land on top of a nearby cliff and turn back towards the robot, which is turning towards you as well. Okay, I need some way to take this thing out, you say to yourself. I have an idea. You wait for the robot to charge its laser one more time, and just as you're sure it's about to go off, you dive down off the cliff, doing a perfect front flip and landing on the ground. You run straight towards the robot's feet. When it's done its first blast of laser, it looks down towards you trying to get out of the way, but you, with your incredible speed, zigzag around its feet. You jump up on its left foot and you begin to climb higher and higher and higher until you get up to its knee level. You take your sword off your back once again and you jam it into the back of the robot's knee. Sparks shoot everywhere and the robot falls to one knee on the ground. As soon as it does so, you climb up the rest of the robot, up its back, onto its shoulders and behind its head. There, at the top of the robot, you see something that looks like a door. You run over to the door, and with your fist, feeling as powerful as a fist has ever felt to you, you slam it straight into the door. The door crumples and flies across a little room inside the robot's head. You climb inside, and you find, piloting the robot, is a little yellow cat. What? You, the robot's being piloted by a cat? The cat looks your way and then suddenly leaps at you with all of its claws out. You quickly reach your arm out, catching the cat in midair, but the cat continues to scratch at you as much as it can. Bad kitty, you say. Bad, bad kitty. No kitty. No kitty? The cat slowly begins to calm down as you pet it gently on the head. It releases its claws and it begins to purr. You let it sit down in the head of the robot as you scratch the side of its face. And it just sort of lays down and enjoys the face scratch. Uh, this is kind of a weird game, you say. Can you let me out of it now? Yeah, I guess so. Suddenly a flash of light appears around you. You close your eyes once again and get that strange tingling sensation up your spine. When you open your eyes, 
You find yourself back in the room of the video game planet. You take the helmet off your head, placing it behind you, and you look up at Gary. Uh, well that was pretty cool, you say to the man. Have any other video games? Yeah, plenty, but I've got a lot to do today, so uh, I don't know, why don't you come back Tuesday or something like that, the man suggests. Okay, maybe I will if I'm in the area, you say. You walk back to the elevator and go up to the top floor. You walk back through the giant apartment building that uh, Gary seems to live in part-time and back out towards the spaceship. The back hatch of the ship opens up and you climb aboard. You jump in the command chair, pull back on the steering wheel and push forward on the throttle, gently pushing yourself up towards the sky. You fly through the clouds and pierce through the atmosphere and you watch as the video game planet disappears, getting smaller and smaller behind you as you fly further and further away. That was a weird planet, you say to Spaceship as you jump to Super Hyperdrive. You leave the command center and lay down on the couch. You turn on the television and begin flipping through different channels until your eyes begin to get really, really heavy. You allow them to close and you begin to focus on your breath just noticing your stomach rise and fall with each one. And with each outbreath, you let go of more and more tension, allowing your shoulders and your arms to sink into the couch. And then your torso and your legs and your feet. And last, you let go of all the tension in your face, just letting it relax into a nice half smile as you lay on the comfortable couch. You allow your mind to wander away to wherever it wants to go, and you gently fall asleep. Good night, everyone.